Yeah. It's a big game. Who you know that got it behind the scenes like behind the O line soon as the QB say hype? It's big game, big game, game, game. Analysis from the player's point of view. Injuries, big trades, player news. Yeah. Set the competition and he play with Tony Dungy. Better listen, I'm talking about Big Game Sports Bug. Set everything you need and most. Yeah. Big Game Sports Bug. I thought I told you once before. We call him Big Game James. Yeah. Big Game James. Big. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode and edition of Big Game Sports Buzz, where the fanatic and the pro athlete are able to talk about sports and everything surrounded. Of course, I'm Jay Stocks representing the damn boys. That's right, them cowboys. And of course, the man, the myth, the legend, none other than big game James Canada, former player for the Bucks and the Colts. What's up, big game? How you feeling, man? Hey, man, Jay, I'm great. I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going to stomach that outfit right now. Oh just, man! Just, you know, hey, hundred and ten percent honest hey. with you. Um, I'm, 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 I'm ready to. <laughs> I'm glad I haven't eaten dinner yet. It'll just, <laughs> be all over my screen. Oh man, I love it. I love it, Big Ryan. Good to see you, bro. Good to see you. I'm so glad you're here joining us. Yo, make sure before we even go and do and start what we're about to do here. Make sure that you like, subscribe, hit the bell so you know when we are about to go live oh man you see how hype i am right now bro i'm so hype right now yeah. i'm so hype right now i'm just ready to get into this thing really? i'm just so You're ready hype, bro it's it's hey guess what though <laughs> it's all to the good because that is what we're here for we're here for you to be able to express your fanism is that a That's word it. or did i make one up you just made one up that's a football okay. word that you it's just made up it's a coachism it's a coachism. I want people to enjoy you expressing your attitude. That's all good. Fanitude. Because you there's a there's a certain oomph about what you do and what you got going on right now, Jay Stocks. And that's why I love you to death, dog. That's it. I can forgive you liking the the boys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And since y'all won last week, I won't say to cowgirls. Fanaticism. So I, I, I will forgive you liking the boys <laughs> because of your fanitude right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know what, big game, I'm going to go ahead and help you out, brother. Fanaticism. That's the word for this evening. I know that, you know what I'm saying, a lot of people don't, you know, uh, uh, know some of these words. And I'm going to help you out. It is called fanaticism. I have every word that is related to being a fanatic. Fanaticism. Enjoy the fanaticism because there is a lot of fanatics out here uh, that are loving what's going on. So, yo, big game, you ready to get into this thing, bro? All right, let's do what we do, dog. Let's take hey, it to the four downs, baby. Let's get to the four downs. All right. And then four downs, this is where Big Game and Jay Sox and, of course, you are able to talk about some of the things that are going on in the sports world. And the first one, of course, this past weekend, we saw some craziness in the college football playoffs. Wow. I got to start it off with this. Did we did we believe Georgia? Did we believe them? Was is Bama just that good or Georgia just that bad? Jay, Jay, <laughs> I drank it. I drank all of it. Everybody Look, drank. I, the I drank it. I drank the Kool Aid. I was on the Georgia juice. You know what I'm saying? I wanted yeah. to that the dogs could get it done. But looking at Nick Saban and what he's done man. since been in Alabama, man, it is hard to Listen. think anything but. Dot pure genius and dominance. Yeah. And when we say adjustments, they made the adjustments. They came out, they bust Georgia in the chops. They made yeah. them. I mean, well, early on it was good, but at, at a point in time, Bryce Young got to a rhythm and point in that game where yeah. I was like, Alabama's not losing this game. No, it was just too much in, in Georgia. Unfortunately, I, I just, and I don't want to say they didn't play people of the caliber of Bama because, you know, they played SEC, right? So they 
they played those caliber type teams. But when you get beat by Bama like this, like this isn't a new thing for Georgia. It's, it, it's happened. It's not just and no. just start happening. It's been happening. So it's, it's like, happening. but Jake, hey, to, to just say this, and I might piss some Bama fans off, and I don't care, honestly. If you take Georgia, and, I'm, yeah. and this is a question I'm posing to you, and I want to hear what you think, yeah, and yeah. not take too much of the four downs with it. But yeah. if you remove, because everyone's all talking about the SEC, this SEC, that all the time, right? Yeah. If you take out Georgia, Alabama, mm-hmm. and even A and M after they kind of rebounded this year, right? Isn't the SEC just mediocre with the football they put on the field this year? Or am I wow, wow. I mean, you still have LSU. That's that's. Okay, well, <laughs> are they the, relevant? What did, the, LSU? what did the go by you Bengals do this year, Jay? They fired. <laughs> they fired old good old Ed because he couldn't get it done. Right, 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 boy, LSU all night. Listen, Coach O and, and 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 my guy over in Jacksonville were out there busting it up, you know what I'm saying, getting twerked on with these little old girls. And and so that's what Coach O's problem was. He got caught up in the hype. But I don't know, man. LSU, they're still supposed to be a relevant program. But, yeah, you take out Bama, you take out Georgia. Um, I think at that point – Ron Lamb said no, Jay. Yeah, I mean, Coach O, who don't like Coach O, man? Just he's He geechy all the way. Like, he's made for LSU. He's made for that program. And – Someone's gonna land Coach O. Yeah, he he'll be a defensive coordinator and he'll be their recruiting lead again, like he has been. He brings talent. Oh, yeah. We LSU got hit with a lot of injuries this year. They had a lot of guys opt out the year before because look, a lot of things is going on. But they had a big fall from grace. But my whole thing is, and we're gonna get back on Bama because that's really the topic in yeah. this damn. It is. But I get so sick of hearing about SEC football all the time, where I just don't. Yeah. Think that this year was the premier year for SEC as a whole. Now, normally, is the SEC the conference to beat? Yes, but I think so much of it is made up by the media and it carries on all the time that people get overlooked all the time. But and big game, we, we, we have to be honest here. Mm-hmm. You can look in any other conference, any other uh, conference this year, Pac-12 was, I'm sorry, they were trash. Big 10, not all that great. With, with, with Michigan, yes, they're finally kind of coming back into prominence. They got beat by State, but they beat Ohio State. But Big 12, I mean, Baylor beat Oregon, uh, not uh, Oklahoma State. So you can't really put them in there. And so now that leaves who? ACC? Are we serious? Well, ACC ACC has going off. I'm, I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying yeah. I'm just, Okay, if you ask me the question, is there another conference I could just put ahead of the SEC right now, hands down? I can't. But the same right. time, I believe that there's a lot more equality amongst conferences this year compared to years past. I guess that's what I'm trying to say, Jack. Yeah, and and here's the thing because I had this discussion with some other folks, and you know they're touting and they're and they're having you know they have the pac 12 um you know banner tattooed on their chest and and the thing that i kept telling them was you can talk about how great they are but when they start playing outside of their conference and they're losing like pac 12 was three and six this year you know the comeback to that is well uh, i guess this is just the only year that the pac 12 is down and and so you just you know talk about the pac no it's every year it's every year since I'm, the CFP has come into existence in 2014. I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off at the Pac-12 just because of how all I heard was Oregon everything all year. They lose the state yeah. first off. There you they go. The they beat Ohio State. They was like, okay, Oregon's for real, right? They lose the Stanford. <laughs> and then the Pac-12 championship game, did they even get on the plane to go? Yeah. Man. Utah beat them boys like the, the a drum. You know what I'm saying? Like the Kansas City drum in the end zone that they had. Boom, yeah. boom. They did not come to play. That's I it. hear so much about all these players on defense. I hear about yeah. K-Brown Thibodeau being the best player in the country. Number one overall draft pick. He's opting out of his bowl game. I, yeah. I, I because, I, I mean, and again, 
as a fan of Oregon, if I was a fan of Oregon, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, yo, are we serious? Is this what it has come down to? But you can speak to this as a player to say, look, I know I'm going to be top five draft pick, probably top one overall. Yeah. You know, am I going to – and we've seen it before, obviously, but now it's become such a, a, a part of the college landscape that you will not see the best players in the bowl game unless they're playing for the championship. Yeah. And, and, and even then – So this is my thing. And – my situation was totally different mm-hmm. where I had to play. My highest projection was going to be uh, a late third to early fourth, you know, late third to early fourth round, the earliest being picked. I right. was never playing to be that first day guy in the right. NFL draft. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't have the luxury, but at the same time, the mindset was different because think about it. I came out of 1998 with Randy Moss, with Peyton Manning, right. with Harvey Wilbur. I mean, we had all these big name guys. Everybody mm-hmm. played the game. Yeah, you took yeah. Broncos a sense of man. I belong here. I want this. So you win. You play in your bowl game. It's different yeah. now because guys, it's about name, image, and likeness. It's yeah. about brand. It's about what they're going to do for their future. Now, am I mad at this kid for making that decision? As a fan, selfishly, I can say yeah. But oh, yeah. Time, being the player, I can totally understand why that decision was made and why he's doing it. Not mad at that. My whole thing is I heard so many great things about this guy being the the biggest beast in the world. Right. And I see that play in those games I needed to see him in, in those games I would have gotten Oregon out of the Pac-12 to represent the yeah. Pac-12 in the playoffs. Yeah. And the Pac-12 is missing that right now. They need a team that can dominate and, yeah. and go toe-to-toe. Like right. SC once did, as they once did, and and at there was a time when you had Stanford that was on top of the heap, and you had exactly. and you had you had Oregon and OSU was like a big game, and you had like you said USC and UCLA at one time that was oh man we've got to stay up and watch this game or we've got to make sure we catch these games, but now you know they come on late in, in the first place, so East Coast and Southwest we don't really care, and then the other part of it is is if they play anybody outside of their conference, you know they're going to lose. So why am I going to watch that trash? I'm sorry, no thank you. I'd rather watch Virginia Tech. Virginia, I'm sorry. No, I won't. I'd rather you're lying, watch you're lying. But don't call I'm us. wrong. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not tuning into the ACC Virginia-Virginia Tech game. That's, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Just like I'm, no I'm one not. wants to watch West Virginia come to play in the Big 12. It's, I still don't understand that logistically. You have everything around the corner. But wow. anyway, and Houston down, you know what I'm saying? But you, you man. Well, you know, that's recruiting. That's recruiting and that's dollars. That's all that I mean, is. That's a whole nother show because the that is. tore that up. Is is jump a ship to go be the new ragdoll that in the SEC in what three oh years? Oh my gosh! It's oof. It's, uh, it's gonna happen. Oof! Hey, it's gonna happen. that's it, yo. Let's go ahead and get into that second down. Um, second down. I don't know if anyone noticed the the horrendous Monday night game, but actually, Whoa. I can't even say horrendous. It's it's. I, I, this is what I've heard people say. It was horrible to watch, but I'm glad that it happened. It was the game against the Pats and the Bills, and the Pats came out as the number one team in the AFC now. Are Pats truly the number one team? Are we ready to go ahead and, as uh, Coach Denny Green would say, crown them? Are we ready to crown them? We knew who they were, and we crowned them. Let's crown them. Are we ready to crown the Pats number one? First off, 11 to 7 football game is like a high school baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I mean, this. I will give credit when credit is due. We understand that, and I'm yes. Gonna, when they were one and three, I wrote the Patriots off. I said, oh, they're gonna have another horrible year. They're not gonna beat anybody. Yeah, hard to watch. Yeah, we're gonna dominate this division, and let's move on, right? All of a sudden, they are back in the mix. Man, they're playing Patriot football, and they are about to win that division because the Bills are going oh, yeah. the Bills are going to find a way to choke. That's what we're yeah. So if you go out and you win a football game, you only throw the ball three times in today's NFL and still manage to win, you're doing yeah. something right. 
But check it out. He was six. He had sixty six percentage completion rate. So he he at least got two of those. <laughs> no doubt. But Jay, I'm just saying. No, no, no. I hear you. Yeah. It goes all the way to the coaching part of this bad boy, man. To this thing. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like they legitimately, Belichick does. He did his thing. He's doing it again. Absolutely, and did it. Everyone who wrote the Patriots off are now afraid to see them. Yeah, they're, they're afraid. afraid. And I don't like saying be afraid of anybody, but man, no, put it like this: your Cowboys wouldn't want to see them in no. week fourteen compared to what was that week no. three? No, week three, all yeah, bring them on, bring them on, and we could have beat them. You know what I'm saying? But now, yeah, um, this is a different story because Mac Jones, I believe, has realized and has bought into the system. And what's what's scary is this. Mac Jones being a rookie, buying into the system, and now you have Belichick and you have your OC there, and I can't remember his name for whatever. I guess I just hate the past that much. But Josh McDaniels. Yeah, Josh McDaniels. You have them there, and so he's already bought into the system because guess where he came from? Nick Saban. Guess who Nick Saban worked with? Bill Belichick. So this is nothing new for him. It's like, look, we're here for team. And if you're not here for that, then – and I think that's what got Cam caught up, was he was trying to do the Patriots way, but the reality was no. He 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 couldn't – he could not fit into the lifestyle of the Pats and so the culture of the Pats. So, yeah, it's scary to watch them. It's scary to watch them. I think if you're running through the AFC, um, maybe Kansas City – uh, because it seems they've they've kind of find their, found their mojo again. But past them, I can't find anyone else in the AFC that could possibly beat the Patriots. I don't see any. I don't, I don't know who I would go out and put my money down on right now to be the favorite to beat them. Um, Maybe the Colts? Maybe? Not to beat them. They might give them, they might be competitive for a while. But give them a good game. But, yeah, I, I just, I'm just not. The Colts will turn things around and, and play yeah. Football and we've talked about that and, they, and, and acknowledge that and yeah. conversations with some different people up there in their organization, man. And they they're loving the, the way things are going right now, and it's yeah it's good for them. But at the same time, I don't. I mean, I really got to sit back and watch the football this weekend and see what it's going to look like on Sunday and what's going to be done for me yeah. to say who I think my clear cut favorite is because there's so much. I don't want to use the word variety, but it's crazy right now in football. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One week a team looks one way, and another week they looks like something totally, totally totally different. different. Like yeah. The Raiders, that, the Raiders team that came into Dallas and beat you guys mm-hmm. did not look like the same team that got on the field with the Washington football team. It's mm-hmm. like, how do you go from that to that in a week? You know, what's what's going on, dude? Like what really happened? But, yeah. It's like that throughout the entire league right now. Oh, yeah. Look at Minnesota losing to Detroit. Does that even make sense to anybody on any planet at any time? Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk K, right? Kirk K. <laughs> Blue tried to warn us all. Hey, hey, yes, he did. Hey, keeping with that theme, we're actually going to switch our positions that we have on our rundown. Let's stick in the NFL. I posed this question to Big Game here earlier, and I said, hey, Big Game, who do you think right now is the coach – of the year. Man, Jay, you asked me this, and we switched it up on me. I'm going to tell everybody, we switched it up. And not that it's a bad switch up. Yeah. I was like, dude, I really started scratching my head. Because <laughs> looking at a lot of the records in the league, no one's just – it's not It's not the sexy sports car. It's yeah. the, I'm about to get in the off, I'm about to get in the Jeep and go off-road and, and mud around. It's, it's yeah. like that ugly – drive to get me from point A to point B. It's not that sexy on the highway like I'm speeding just with the top right. Down, right? Right. So I came up with two candidates right now, man. I can't I couldn't pick one. I picked two coaches. You know me. I picked two <laughs> yeah you I always between well just because the the disparity in the league don't. right now is so close. You don't follow the rules. Just 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 go ahead and put it out there. You don't follow the rules. You are not a rule follower. I'm not. And, you know, according <laughs> to the kids at my school, rules are made to be broken. <laughs> <laughs> rules are made to be broken, right? But no, Jay, this is my whole thing, man. I got two people that 
I said, I figured out, I'll, I'll give you these two names. Yeah. If one is your name, you know what I'm saying, you got it, then we, we got something to talk about. Or, yeah. you know, we can sit up here and talk about for a second. Sure. First name, Cliff Kingsbury. Wow. Arizona Cardinals. No, I don't think anyone saw Arizona being where they are right now. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Of the year NFL right now, first name I came up with was Cliff Kingsbury. And the other one, we just talked about it, Bill Belichick. Yeah. 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 How do you go from being one and three in the year before not even making the playoffs to right now being back in the mix, about to be back dominating the AFC East like you have been for so many years, I believe? Yeah. Buffalo still does not even believe that they can be that team and they've taken a step back from all that's crazy. Where somehow Buffalo's falling off. Yeah. Me, Bill's Mafia, yeah. I'm so sorry. You're nah. not playing like Bill's Mafia right now. No. Nah. Bill's nah. Mafia that. I hyped up week one. You go back and watch the week one and week two show. I was yeah. on the Buffalo gravy train. I was ready to ride that train for Buffalo. I thought they were going to get things done. So That's right it. now, again, for me, I can't pick one of those two coaches yet. But I think it's going to come down to those two coaches getting coach of the year. That's, yeah. that's what I, how I see it right now. Uh, I think Belichick is definitely – he was on my list. You know, um, I picked two as well. I think – um, Cliff Kingsbury is one of those that you can you can definitely look to and say, wow, okay, yeah, that he's done a phenomenal job. No, I don't think anyone really saw the turnaround oh. that was happening. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's a good one, um, Big Ron, Dolphins coach. But I'm also going to look at Zach Taylor for the Cincinnati Bengals, and and, and the reason why I say that, one, Jay, not to cut you off, Zach was also on my. Like yeah. I had a list, and I didn't want to break all the rules like I do all the time. And I, was <laughs> I was like, I can't give three because Jay gonna talk about me for real. That's right, a good pick, and I want to hear what you're gonna break down on that and, and why you put him right where you did. That, but that is, a, I think that's a good one, man. So, so here's the thing: we we saw that Joe Burrow went down last year, right? And the team just really was not the same. This year, though, they've had some hiccups, and again, it's kind of league wide where some some games you were supposed to win, you didn't. But they have seemed to have found whatever it was, especially after the bye. But towards the middle of the season, they said, you know what? This is what we are. This is our identity. And they've rolled with it. And so right. now you have two, you know, you have a rookie uh, receiver. You have, uh, I'm sorry, you have Chase and you have Burrow that have, you know, figured out, hey, let's do it like we used to do. And they are rolling. And their defense is nasty as well. Uh, they have takeaways. They 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 are definitely a team to be reckoned with. And I think when you look at the transition from last season to this season, and Bill Belichick again, I think he's he is going to go down as one of the greatest football coaches, maybe even coaches of all time okay. in all of sports. Right. But uh, I think when you look at Cincinnati and their culture of what it's been for years, and now. You have to look at them and say, that's not an easy win. That's not an easy W. We've right. got to come in and do something. And to me, I think that that goes definitely to the culture of the coach that he brings. So Zach Taylor, to me, is one of those that definitely, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm looking at him for a nod. That's a good pick, man. And I'm not going to I'm not gonna sit up here and try to argue that because I said that. But in my mind, I was like, are they going to are they going to win enough games to get to that point? Yeah, where he really has a chance to win that or not, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, and you know, Ron, uh, to your point, Rogers does get a lot of credit, but I think it's deservedly so. And I'm not a Rogers fan. Let me say that right off the bat. I think as a, I just don't, I, I just don't like to do. You know, I don't. Um, But if you take him off that team and you put in love. That squad does nothing. That squad goes nowhere. Aaron Rodgers is the dude. He makes it go. So, yes, the coach is, in, is instrumental, but we have seen, and I'm going I'm to give you a name, Barry Switzer. You went there, huh? Barry Switzer has an NFL championship as a coach with the Dallas Cowboys that Jimmy Johnson built. And I'm going to give you another name. Gruden. Gruden has a championship. Oh, 
I knew it was coming. That Tony Dungy built that that hit that whole all of them built that so Chucky could go get it get a ring the next year. So yeah, coaching is in everything, in, in my opinion, as a fan, because I look at it here in Dallas. Again, I, I'm a fanatic, but I'm also a realistic uh fanatic. Coaching is important, but players have to execute. And players understand, like Aaron Rodgers, who says, that's a crappy call. I'm not going to do that. He changes the play, and he runs it, and he wins. And that's what he does. And that's what we're looking for here with that. So (laughs) don't ever mention Chucky's name again. Hey, man. Hey. Hey. We all know how I feel on that and what they did to that friend. Hey, now, my whole thing was, too, if the Raiders were playing a little bit better right now, I yeah. think the interim coach could have been talking about because he's doing – the guys buy into – I think he's doing great. He's doing a great job. It's just – Yeah. Tough. Man, to take over an interim franchise in the middle of the season and try to cover up all the crap that's happening with them right now, man. And it, it happens. Hats off to that Raiders organization for even trying to get through. No doubt about that. No doubt about that. That's tough. That's tough work. All right, let's go ahead and let's move into the fourth down. Um, Man, I've been waiting on this one for a minute. So here we go, y'all. Y'all saw it. Look, he's trying to say something. No, mute yourself. Here's the deal. The Los Angeles Lakers, as you saw in the description in the title, Lake Show, I think it should be called Lame Show. Folks. Are we ready to go ahead and just start anew in Los Angeles? Maybe for even both teams, but let's just figure it out for the Lakers because the Clippers are already garbage. Throw the Clippers in there to make it sound better, dog. We hey, we know you all out hate mode on the Lake Show right now. Excuse me, the Lame Show. The Lame Show until they can get their ish together. You know I live in a Lakers house, but it's all good. I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? We're going to speak the truth over here like we always do. And, and, and I'm going to take it how it comes, dog. Don't it's the lame it. show. It's the lame it is, show. It is pitiful to watch. Like Christmas Day, you look forward to those games. And the lame show is usually on there Christmas Day. But guess what? Oh, I'm sorry. The lake show is usually on there. And you can hate on the player that's on there. LeBron, you know, call him LeWine or whatever. But the rest of the squad, like the best player on the team is still Carmelo Anthony. He comes off the bench, and he's been playing for like 57 years. Dude, I'm saying at some point, the Lakers have to – Laker Nation, you need to go ahead, get Rob Polinka, whoever you need to on the phone, and say, look, bro, it's time. He hey, had a good run. Jay, I pulled up that roster today, and I was bro. like, well, damn. Man. This looked like it's a game, dude. I'm about to pull this back up again because we know obvious names and faces. But some of these names on this on this on this list, I forgot some of these guys were even in the NBA. Man, dude. I mean, it's like the 2012 All-Star roster, right? But wait, it's 2021, folks. Give me a break. Oh man. This man, let me see what pulls And you know what? You're right, Ron. You're you are absolutely right. Put 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 that up, man. Which one? The last one. Yeah, the last one. Lakers are done, and the coach will be blamed for it, right? And I'm look. I like LeBron. I think he's a great player. I think he's one of the greatest that has played the game. Home crew. <laughs> but. Sorry. Oh my God. He's Come been on. on the bench more. Then he's actually played on the floor. That rhymed. I'm a, I'm a rapper, y'all. Look, at some point, don't don't do that. You know, Christmas is around the corner, rapping. Look, we have to, uh, as basketball fans, just say, look, there are great young players. Let them play. It's you just chant it. Let them play. Let them play. Sit LeBron down. His ass is old, dude. It's just time. It's time. Jay, we'll take it past that. Anthony Davis, he's he's turning to be a China doll for the Lakers. He can't stay healthy. You went to go get him to make him the piece that LeBron needed to function, right? 
not working out right. Now, it's just like, do we even count that bubble championship? Because the way they're playing makes it seem like it was just set up for them to have success and win it, maybe, right? I don't I don't know. No. Yeah. I, it. They won it. I, it is what it is. Yeah. The different people on that roster, Anthony Davis does not do his part, and he will not play big man basketball. No. They're, but currently, they're in the sixth place in the West. Oh, they moved up because <laughs> they were in eighth. Thirteen. Well, because your Mavericks dropped a couple of issues in the loss. No, but, don't do that. But thirteen and twelve, and it just looks like old man basketball. Like, yeah, you want to go home and put the Lakers on, and and like you said, it used to be the Lake Show. Lakers would come on, you wanted to watch it, yeah. even when they first got. Hey, LeBron's gonna be. Hey, LeBron, but it's now like LeBron playing. His abs still hurt. Okay, he. They talk more about what his son Bronny doing in high school than what he's actually doing on the court right now. Because now, it's more I'm interesting. Trying, I'm not it's, trying to slight LeBron James, but we spoke before about what he is for the game. Yeah, what he's done. Absolutely. His legacy is way up there. We know that he'll be. But it's 19 years. But it's like, what is going on? You go get Russell Westbrook. <sighs> I'm still not buying. Or I'm, I'm still not drinking that Kool Aid right there on that. No. One. I don't, yeah. I don't see that going down until we bring Dwight Howard back. Him Fuck. and Anthony Davis fighting on the bench. Still don't, still don't really know what's going on with whatever happened with that early on in the year. Is Andre Drummond still on the squad? I heard he is. No, no, no. Drummond's not there. That, Drummond, okay. uh, Drummond, they got, but they got DeAndre uh, Jordan. <sighs> but, yeah, Drummond is gone. Drummond signed with uh, – I'm going to look it up and see. Somebody else. Who I cares? Saw, I, I saw him on the TV the other night. Who but... cares? He didn't do nothing. He he didn't do nothing while he was there. I mean, it, look, at the end of the day, it still comes back to it's, it's time for people to okay. start looking at someone hey, else. Hey, Drummers with the 76ers. That's why. I saw Thank him. you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, and that's why I was telling some other uh, Laker fan that was telling me, oh, no, Drummers. No, he's not. I, no, he's not. Okay, I know he isn't there because I, I just know. Usually, you can feel the court shaking when he starts running. Um, so because you know that big, I'm just saying, man. At some point, again, Lakers is just gonna have to realize it's time. Blow it up like you're supposed to. In the bubble, hey, they won. They they won it. Everybody had the same kind of deal going on. Whatever. I, I, I don't count an asterisk next to it. They won. They beat the teams. That was they, they beat the teams. They, beat they, they won when they're supposed to win now. They, they won. They but, won. But right but, now, it's just uninspiring basketball to me watching them play. And I don't know if it can be fixed this year. Everyone else is saying this done. It can't be fixed no years. I, as long as you have that roster, it you, can't you, be fixed. So you say LeBron? Do you say LeBron has done all, 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 all in all together, or is it just this LeBron is it. on this Lakers team, and he's going to go someone else to get it done? Yeah, he can't. He can't. He can't go anywhere else and win. No, I just I, I. There is nowhere else. Dallas Mavericks win with LeBron James and Luka Doncic. No, really? I thought no. Were, you you did you surprised me there, Cowboy. Because I thought you was about to be a homer again. I look when he was considering leaving Cleveland the first time. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Let's go, let whatever it takes." Let's that was get the only time that you want. That's the LeBron you would have wanted. Which I that's the LeBron I would have wanted because we could have built around him. Now we have Luca. We got to figure out our pieces. Which you know, Chris Tapps, and some days he's there and playing great. And you want to talk about China doll, and you know I'm gonna come back to that because Anthony Davis has been a China doll since New Orleans. We we knew who he was, we knew what he was. Mm-hmm. He was hurt then. Guess what? He's hurt now. That's just the type of player he is. He's a big man that stays oh, hurt. Man. Yeah, I got you. You know man. what I'm saying? It drives so, me crazy, man. It drives me crazy. Yeah, Luca got money and got fat for real. You know, put some of that, uh, you know, take some money or whatever and, and put some of that fat on Chris Tapps. I'm down with that. Give him about 20, 30 pounds. You know, put that on him because Chris Tapps need it. You know, it's been windy here a little bit uh, in Texas and he got, he almost got blown away. Jay, I thought about this stuff. Think about that young core of people, uh, players that the Lakers had. Oh, bro. With, with uh, Julius Randle. 
Kyle uh, Kuzma. Ball. Yeah. Kuzma. And uh yeah. your point guard uh from Ohio State. Uh what's his brother's name? What is wrong with me tonight, dog? That's Man, it's been so long. Like it's what? been so many iterations, dude. It, it, like went to the Warriors for a minute. Anyway, imagine that young core still there. The Lakers wanted to be so good so fast. Yeah. Tore down things and didn't let it really surface. Ball is balling right now in Chicago. Julius yeah. Randle has turned around the New York Knicks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He getting, he, he getting the bag. Kuzma, aside from wearing the big-ass Sesame Street sweater to the arena a couple <laughs> weeks ago, is a key role player. But you no could have some of those pieces, and now it's gone. Yeah. I, I mean, um, it's just one of those things that you look at. Like you said, they – they built the team for what they wanted. They won a championship that year. Mm-hmm. You know, well, actually, it was the second year. Past that, there was nothing else. And you had to realize that, you know, year 16, 17, you know, when they won the championship, now here we are, 18, he's hurt. 19 right. is this year, he's right. hurt as well. And he's getting texts and getting thrown out and suspended. Like, bro, it's time. Westbrook is going to be Westbrook. We have to real these. They're so far into their careers, they're not going to change. The only person that's really changed again is the best player on the squad, who's Carmelo Anthony. That's the only one, and 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 there you go. I can't say that. I mean, I'm not going to say Carmelo Anthony's best player. Okay, name the, name another one. And I know people will probably say Westbrook, and that's fair. It is. But Westbrook is Westbrook. There's he's he's just not going to be able. He's not gonna change, Jay. I agree. Win a he cannot he cannot bring a team to a championship. He can't. He can't do it. He hasn't done it before. He hasn't done it in Oklahoma. He has in Oklahoma City. He hasn't done it in Houston. He didn't do it in uh Washington. And then he came close. And I thought, well, maybe that would be a great place for him to stick. And now he's in LA. And guess what? He's not gonna be able to do it there. So hey man. No arguments here. No, he can't, Jamal. No, he can't. Stop it. Stop it. See, this is, and this is why you like, you know, like show, I'm sorry, lame show fans are just so delusional. They call the Cowboys fans delusional. It's them lame show fans who think every year is that they they going in and they're about to win it all. You know, yes, you've won what, 17, 18? That's great. That's awesome. It's been a minute, bro. Ron Lamb, I feel you on that. It is early in the year, and we we still just have to speculate off of what we're seeing right now, especially just, you know, being a basketball fan. Yeah. I would have thought that when they went out and tried to make some changes, it was going to be better. I don't see – they haven't gotten any better. So it's like, no. are they totally done? You're right. They'll, say, they'll make the playoffs. Who knows what kind of run. The thing is, can this, can can this veteran LeBron James carry them on his back like he carried his other teams before? No. Or is it too much on right here's now? A, here's, here's a real question: Can the Lakers beat the Warriors right now? Can the Lakers beat the Warriors, or even in the playoffs, can the Lakers beat the Warriors? No. Can they, can they beat the Phoenix Suns? Can, I, I was going to that. Can they beat the Suns? Even even the the Warriors because you know the Warriors have surprised us, Powell. And Curry and everybody else are stepping up and Drake. The way they're playing right now without Clay Thompson is beyond scary, and that's a whole nother topic within the show itself. But man, the, Stop the it, Lakers, gonna, yeah, Lakers are gonna have yeah, a hard time. Man, hey, Laker fans are a lot like uh, Cowboys fans. They're, they're Stop it! Don't do that. You cannot get <laughs> them to think other than what they say. He's- you know, Yo, first of all, yo, shout out to uh, ASAP Sports Network for joining us. And, and of course, Jamal, yo, appreciate y'all, you know, being here again. Make sure that you like, subscribe, hit the bell, and make sure you know when we're about to go up. Here's the other question, though, that I'm going to hit to you. Okay, we said the Warriors, we know they can't. Um, The Suns, we know they can't. Can they beat the Nuggets? And Jamal Murray's going to be back to close to 100% by the time. Playoff hits, Joker. That's that's a tough team, man. Can that, can they beat them? Well, um, eh, I don't know. Right now, it's still too early to say, but we're gonna see. Yo, big shout out to to Freddie Henderson for coming on. Another person from ASAP, man. What's up, Freddie? What's up? Thanks for coming on to check us out tonight, man. Yeah, yeah. 
just, you know, You're right, Ron. Hell no. So, you know. They can't beat him. Hell no. Hey, man, you know, <laughs> you know, you know Ron Land is a demon deacon, and he, he got a lot of love for Chris Paul. And, uh, you know, I, I, I want to see Chris get him one before it's all said and done. So I'm not mad at the Phoenix Suns, and I, I, I will cheer for them if they, you know, they do their thing and make it to the playoffs and get into the finals again. But we are noticed. I can say it, the season is early. There's a lot of basketball left. But the Lakers will not be in conversation for winning the championship. That's not and look, if they if they can't turn it around by uh, All Star break, it's, it's a wrap. Shit, they need to turn it around it's, by tomorrow. Why you playing? Well, well yeah, I mean, you know. break? yeah, I'll give them that. You're right, I'll give them All Star break. <laughs> yeah, they look. If they can't turn it around by All Star break, it's a wrap. That's it. That's all. Lame show for life. And, yo, so we're going to go ahead and go into our next segment. But before we do, I have a challenge for a person that that I have grown to love dearly. On December 15th, there is a game between the Dallas Mavericks and the Los Angeles Lame Show. I'm challenging a person, and you know who I'm talking to, if – the Mavericks beat the lame show. I got a shirt that I'm about to get printed up. They're going to have to wear Los Angeles lame show. They're going to have to wear that for a day. I need pictures. I need video. This is the challenge, right? If the Mavericks, if my beloved Mavericks lose, then I will not only wear a lame, a Lakers. I was about to say lame show, a Lakers Jersey that I will go and purchase. I will not only wear it, but I will tout how great the Lakers are until All-Star break. I'm willing to do that. So you willing to, you willing to lie? It is a lie. It is a lie. But, you know, if you beat my Mavs, I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. Hey, Freddie just said, don't worry, they're not losing. <laughs> You're losing, Fred. All day, every day. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, All right. Hey, let's go ahead and let's uh, make sure that you hit up Buy Me a Coffee. Put the back up there, Big James, so we can see. Uh, yeah, make sure if you like the show, buy us a coffee, help mm-hmm. us grow. Uh, that helps us continue to put the great content and allows us to continue to talk to you folks out there. We absolutely love doing this. Uh, so make sure that you hit up www.buymeacoffee.com slash big game james all right now this goes to our next favorite segment obviously to our favorite but this one right here yo big game go ahead and show that video bro oh hell no 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 <laughs> that's right folks see yeah it, it's it's about to be on it is our favorite segment oh hell no it's where we see things that happen throughout the week that make us say oh hell no now i'm gonna let you go first this week big okay game. okay hey, well, i know you gotta go with hey man you, you know i i troll this segment makes me turn to a little bit of a uh a, a, a internet troll to try a to little bit stuff a little that's bit. That's really gonna make me say, "Oh hell to the no!" Right? Right. So here I am. I'm on Twitter trying to get my little sports update. I'm not even trying to be messy. Just trying to do, you know, what I do: interact with some fans and some people, and and get some news. And all of a sudden, across Twitter goes, Josh Jacobs, Raiders running back, has eight kids by eight baby mamas and may be expecting a ninth from a ninth of a woman. Jacob says that he doesn't care. He's planning. He's budgeting for it. Oh. And he's not ashamed to admit to this. Man, I just did something, Jay, earlier in the week about a bundle of Brittany and Deion Sanders talking to Jackson State, right? Yes, sir. Somebody should have called Josh Jacobs when his ass was at uh, Alabama. Eight women, eight kids. If he don't go get us, and they don't pay running backs like that no more. He no, they don't. Goddamn money when he done playing. Gosh, damn. <laughs> oh, hell no. Nah. What is wrong with you? Hey, man, let's do this. 
we're going to start a GoFundMe and buy me a coffee for a box of condoms to send Josh Jacobs. Because okay. he's some Jimmy Hacks. Yeah. Eight kids, eight women's, ninth one coming. He don't care. Oh, hell no, nah, Jay. Oh, hey, man. hell no. Nah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, when you have that attitude and you talk about you budget for that, man, come on. Yeah, and you're right. He he gots to run fast and run hard because uh, them payments don't stop, bro, until 18. No. Nah. <laughs> Especially if they all around the same age. Wow. Um, so for me this week, my oh, hell no. And I'm so glad these two brothers are here. Ron and MJ. You are my oh hell no, because your Raider Nation, for whatever reason, cannot beat the Washington football team. What? what? Oh, hell no. I know. I know. Man, I looked at the game and I said, well, wait a minute. Uh, Are the the Raiders missing anybody? Is anybody hurt? Did, did, Did someone get COVID? Did somebody break a leg? Did Derek Carr forget how to play? Bro, for every time that the Raider Nation trolls Cowboy Nation, right, America's team, and that's why I wore this. I wore this for them. You know, now I feel like I'm getting into my Stephen A. You knew it was coming. Y'all get up here and y'all want to masticate the Cowboys. Y'all want to come up here and, you know, prolificate and all of these things and say how bad the Cowboys are because they can't beat the lowly Raiders. You know what? You're right. You got us that week. But y'all can't beat the Washington football team. And y'all and they didn't even have their best on the on the field. I don't did did y'all even score? Did y'all score? Did y'all even score. So for all you Raiders nations that 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 Dog the Cowboys, who, by the way, won their game. We won our game. You played New Orleans. I, listen, I'm sorry. This is my oh, hell no. Thank you. I'm sorry. This is my oh, hell no. I'm sorry. That's for you. You get an oh, hell no, because you know what? Cowboy Nation, America's team, Super Bowl bound. There you go. That's oh, hell no for this week. And Raiders Nation, y'all can stick it. I don't care. Oh, hell no is right. Y'all are oh, hell no. Super Bowl bound, baby. <laughs> Super Bowl bound. Hey, that is oh hell no nah for this week. We still appreciate you coming in and making sure that you help us on our hell no. Nah. Again, make sure, like the show, buy us a coffee, help us grow. www.buymeacoffee.com, big backslash, big game, James. Make sure that you like, subscribe, hit the bell so you know when Cowboys Nation and Buccaneer, whatever they are, come on. I, I don't mean any disrespect. I don't know what y'all call yourself, Buck Kingdom or something. But you'll know when Big Game Sports Buzz is on Facebook and YouTube. All right. He trying to throw shade, y'all. It's okay, though. I'm good with I'm it. I'm not throwing shade, man. Just, you know. This Buccaneer, whatever you guys be, Just good. be somebody. Just be somebody. All right. We will. We buckle this weekend. <laughs> I'm going to play DJ Khaled. All we do is win. Oh and my god, no one wants to hear that. I'm just gonna we're gonna get the home field. We, you, we, hey, we're not gonna get sidetracked with that, Jay. We're gonna keep this thing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I sure appreciate that. Let's go ahead and let's get into our next segment. Of course, this week, who you got? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and go, I'm gonna jump into this real quick, man. For, for who you got, hey, there's one person right now in the league that is lighting it up and everybody everybody is watching him and that's one Stephen Curry I think he's I actually think he's going to break the record not this game but next game but the fact that he's about to surpass Ray Allen as the most made threes yeah in NBA history and still has more years to go dude this is a record that will not be broken any t- I just don't think it'll be broken ever. Does he need 12? How many does he need, Jack? He needs 10. He needs 10. He needs 10 going into this game against Philly. And you know what? <laughs> he can probably do it because it's Philly. Um, sorry, Philly fans, but that's just it's what it is. All right. Uh trust whatever you can trust the process if you like losing. If the process always gets you losing, trust it. Um, yeah, I that's who I got, man. Steph Curry is. And I posed this question last time, and I pose it again. 
if he wins the championship, maybe even two, can we go ahead and start putting him in to the conversation of one of, not the, but one of the greatest of all time? See, not just a shooter. That's not the talk we ever have, Jay. You don't walk into the shop and go, hey, he's one of the greatest of all time. You walk into the shop and say, hey, he's the greatest. That's that's what I think. No, now. I think you could do that. I think, think you can do you that. Think you can have the other conversation. I think so because I think so because you know that that goes into the Kobe conversation and of course the LeBron conversation and and KD conversation because you know for for whatever you want to say, Michael Jordan, Bill Russell, you know um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like those are the ones you can debate as the greatest. But now you start talking about Mark yeah. Rushmore's. Okay, I give you that. I, you? I, give you the one of the okay i see you i'll I, I, I see where you're going because here's the other question lebron has four if steph gets five do we knock lebron off of the mount rushmore and put uh steph on mount it's rushmore not, it's not gonna happen i think it could i mean i think the, the greatest shooter of all times hands down by far he has that that he but has that is i Man, that that's a tough one, man. We're gonna I, save I, that for the next show. No, I I don't know. We'll save that for the next show. Okay. We'll save that. Y'all come back now. You here, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll have that for the next show. Who you got, big game? Who's your who's your who you got for this week? Well, my who you got, man, is is a couple weeks off, but at the same time, I had to touch on it now because we talked about it a little bit earlier when we talked about Alabama Crimson Tide, and it's all about the Georgia Bulldogs. Right mm-hmm. now, the University of Georgia, they were riding high. And I think that just because the way the playoffs are set up, and this is my whole thing, yeah. I think it's bullshit, excuse my language, that the playoff structure had Georgia at one, Michigan at two. But then when Georgia loses, Michigan stays at two and Bama jumps to one it's because they want to set up the rematch. They're hoping that Georgia can beat Michigan, and they're just assuming that Bama's going to kill Cincinnati, right? But my who you got right now is Kirby Smart and the Georgia Bulldogs as my person and as my team. They mm. have got to really show that they can get over the hump and that they can beat a Nick Saban-led Crimson Tide mm. if they're going to have success. If they cannot do that, then what is Kirby Smart really doing to me? So I think – and I know we got a ways out before the playoff games. But yeah. looking at everything this week, there was no real NFL matchup that made me go, eh. There was no real NBA matchup. The one no. thing that I thought of first and foremost was Kirby Smart has got to find a way yeah. to get in here and win this game because Georgia needs this more than Alabama does. Georgia yeah. needs to win this to solidify that they are about to be greatness in the beloved SEC and get things done. Well, I think that's been always kind of the 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 knock on Georgia is that can be great and they can do really well until they face Bama. And when they face Bama, they fall apart. And so they've got to figure out how they can, you know, go to that next level. Um, Yeah, I I don't see, and, you know, Ron actually brings up a good point. They may not be Michigan because, because Bama put a hurting on them and exposed them, and now Michigan is sitting there saying, you know what, and their defense Michigan's defense, no one is really, I don't think, talking about their defense enough. Their defense is cold. I saw them against Ohio State and said, oh, my gosh. They looked real good that game. They oh, did. man. So, I mean, you know, if if UGA can't get it together with, with Michigan's defense, yeah, they, they'll be going home. It, it's not going to be a rematch. And now you'll have – and, yeah, Bama's going to knock the brakes. They're going to beat the brakes off of Cincinnati, okay? They're going to beat the brakes off of them. It may be closer than you think, Jay. I don't. I, I'm taking the over. Whatever it is, I'm taking the over. I'm taking all the over. Okay. Well, we're yeah. going to talk about that a little bit when we get close to the game. That'll work. That'll work. I'm not mad at you at all, bro. Man. Not at all. <laughs> all right, folks. As we start to get um, start to get to that twilight hour, this is one of, again, we love all our segments, but this one we absolutely adore. This is, of course, our Top five, and again, like the show, buy a coffee. www.buymeacoffee backslash big game James. 
top five this week. We talked about them a little bit. We talked about it a little bit. But this week is top five point guards of all, all, all time, 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 time. Low sound effects there for you. So let's go ahead. Let's get into it. We always like to let Big James go first because, you know, he likes to cheat and we have to keep him honest. So big game. Give us your top five point guards of all time. Hey, can I ask you a question real quick, though? If you must be game. I, I, I must. How do I cheat? <laughs> what, what do you consider cheating, Jay? I first of all, you. first of all, you're going to tell me the ones that you wanted to put in. I'm not right? this time. I, I really yeah. Okay. okay, I will say this though before we get started. And then and then you're going to actually name a two guard, but say, well, you know what? They handled the ball. See, right there. That part right there. They are not listed as a PG. They have to be listed as PG. That is a point guard. I have all PGs on my list, believe it or not. I do. We'll see. Now, was this list hard? Hell yeah. Yeah. It was like walking up a hill in church shoes with a sheet of ice on it. You know what I'm saying? This list is hard, dog. You wanted me to take today, yeah. I mean, today's NBA, past yes. NBA, yes. and point guard position yes. down to five players. Yes. Hey, I, I reworked this thing a couple different times just to let you know. Uh, but yeah. Hey, yeah. what I'm going to do is give you what I got. Yeah, is. All those great point guards that I left off my list, you would have been on it if it was a top 10. But because of the top five, <laughs> You kind of on my reserve bank. You're my you're my word bank over there on the side. For crap. <laughs> Number five, Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas, bad boys. Isaiah Thomas is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, you know what? This is one guy that I think gets a lot of criticism for the non handshake against the Chicago Bulls in the Eastern Conference uh, Championship back in the '90s, but was a great point guard for all yeah. of his career. You look at the stat line, 19.2 points uh, he averaged over his career, 9.3 assists, and he has two championship rings. You know, we always put rings in the the five, six, and up category. But Isaiah Thomas, for his amount of time in the league, was one of the best to do it. And I think that he's very deserving of being on the top five. All right, yeah. number four for me, the answer, Allen Iverson. Mm. More of a scoring point guard, 26.2 points. 6.2 assists. But that size and that ferociousness and what he brought to the court, I think everyone loved to watch him play, um, love what he could do for his team, and I hate that he's one of those guys that never got a ship. You know, he never got that ring. Yeah. And I hate that. But AI is number four for me. Number three, you just talked about him in your who you got, Steph Curry. He shoots the lights out. He passes well. He's an excitement for the game. Every kid is trying to mimic being him right now in the driveway. I'm lying. Kids don't go in the driveway anymore. But at some point in time, they try to mimic him. Kids want to be Steph. So I got Steph Curry is my number three. All right? My number two. I had two people I scratched one off. I'm not going to tell you who it was, Jay. Jason, Jason Kidd yeah. is my number two, man. Jason Kidd, 12.6 points a game, 8.7 assists a game. But he managed games very, very well. Yes, sir. He the best to do with some of the best passes that I've seen. J Kid had to put J Kid on my list. And go. number one of all time for me is the epitome of point guard, Irvin Magic Johnson. Eleven point two assists, nineteen points a game, five championship rings. How Magic did it. And the way he used basketball to even better himself outside of the game, Magic Johnson for me is my number one. There you go. Hey man, that's a that's a really good list. Um that's a great list. I, I can't argue really with anyone you got on there. Um I'm okay. I'm gonna go ahead. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and hit mine up. And here's the thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna name some of the people that you had. Urban Magic Johnson, of course, is on my list. That I agree. You know, I don't do numbers. I don't put him in one through five, but he definitely is again Mount Rushmore. He is the point guard. That's it. Especially sitting at six nine. That's just crazy. But yeah, he is definitely that person. Okay. So Magic Johnson, no doubt. Steve Nash. Steve Nash is on my list. Steve Nash, all the teams he played for, even 
even when he went to the Lakers and he was super old, still was effective, still was a floor general. To me, that that was the dude. Steve Nash was the guy. Uh, let's see. That's my two. Here we go. Steph Curry. You said Steph Curry. Um, yeah. I mean, he is a shooting guard, but he's a point guard. At the at the end of the day, Floyd General does it, makes it happen. All the offense runs through him. He makes it go. So I have to put him in there. Uh, naturally, seventy five uh, part of the seventy fifth anniversary All NBA team. So yeah, definitely. Um, I'm gonna go a little bit off a of hill here, hip here, but Tim Hardaway. Tim Hardaway was a guy that I hated to watch but loved to watch, mainly because he always bumped my Mavericks out of the playoffs, um, especially when they had you know run TMJ. Uh, or was it no run TMC? Run TMC, man. Yeah, run TMC. Whatever. Come on, you know, man. Okay. All right. Okay. Disrespect. Okay. Maverick fan. Whatever. I'm gonna let you go with that, man. Anyway, Tim Hardaway. Uh, I, I think just really was just a great point guard. Uh, he could shoot, but he would He made sure everybody was in the right place. And so when you have Mitch Richmond and Chris Mullen running it, man, I'm telling you. Um. For for sure. And then the last one was really tough for me, actually. Um, but I went with someone that I saw both of them play. Uh, but I believe that he was just a formidable, more of a formidable point guard. And that's Tony Parker. I knew you were going to say that for some reason. I knew it because he was on my honorable mention list. Now. Yeah. And, and I think he's he, he's again. And this is why we do top five. Yeah. There's that one person that and even two people that you can say, you know what, I can put them here, but they also could go here at six or even seven. But right. if I put them there, then you know, and so that fifth spot to me is always the most difficult, uh, because I have to take someone out. I'm not going to tell you who I took out, but just know that I just think Tony Parker is just a little bit better than that person. So there's my top five. Um, hey, yo, Jay, make sure, I yeah. I put, I, I put I put some of my names in the chat, but I, didn't I know say. you did. I know <laughs> you did, because that's what you do. I don't think I didn't notice the honorable mentions, in in the big game sports books, because that's what you do. You're a rule breaker. CP3 was my honorable mention, Ron Land. I'm sorry, yeah, he didn't, he didn't make my list. CP3 is great. I, I mean, awesome. I have. Sorry. I would I, definitely I, take him right here on this Peace Tree team right now. Y'all can take that. Phoenix can take Trey Young and give me. No, I'm lying. But I definitely would have taken a Chris Paul as yeah. Always. CP3 is awesome, but I mean, do you put CP3 over, um, you know, Tony Parker? Do you put him over Tim Hardaway? Honestly, but then again, I'm gonna stop because I'm gonna start saying other names. You will tell me I'm cheating again, bro. You, are, I'm cheating. you cheating. are cheating. You are cheating. Having a discussion, man. That's what we do. We talk. You about you cheated because you put it in the chat. That's what that's what makes you cheating. That was for the people. <laughs> that was for the people. And big game sports was, big game sports was. That's was, other people. Yeah, I hate you, man. Other people. <laughs> let's go ahead and let's wrap this show up with, of course, uh, one of our great segments, big games extra point. Hey, the other day, man, it popped up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram that Coach Prime had decided to bring in a famous IG model to talk to his Jackson State football team. Now, I never want to be one to pass judgment on anyone, but yet sometimes it's so easy to pass that judgment. You know, I just gave Coach Prime a lot of love and a lot of props for winning a conference championship, what he's done for HBCU football. And then all of a sudden, I was ready to slam him for what he did. You know, I was fortunate enough to play in the NFL and play a total of eight years of professional football, counting other leagues as well. And I stopped to think back to a lot of the times when we went through symposiums and trying to be schooled on how we should or shouldn't act. I don't think Deion Sanders did anything different than what most coaches or people would do when it comes down to trying to school the young men that's on your football team. And Deion Sanders said that he wanted them to learn game from the other side, not just the game of a man, but the game of a woman. And let me tell you guys, he picked one hell of a person to do it. The thing about it is, 
I said when I was pissed off about it and told one of my friends, a bundle of Britney is a professional thought. You know what I'm saying? She knows how to dig her claws into people. One of the people that she got her claws in, I'm actually friends with their family. But at the same time, I had to stop and think. Britney didn't do anything that that player in person didn't let her do. He fell for the okie doke. He fell for the bait. And now she's paid for the next 18 years. Is that really her fault? No. Is it really Coach Prime's fault for bringing her in? No. Because one thing that we have to remember, in this day and age, in the internet era, these young men live by social media. They're on it all the time. They relate to it. So instead of going and get someone that they don't know, Coach Prime more than someone that they've seen. Now, did they get the message? Or were they too busy looking at what she had on? That's not for me to judge or me to say. For me, I must admit, I think the coach did the right thing trying to bring someone in to school these young men on how to be knowledgeable about who they decide to lay down with or get with later on. We just joked about Josh Jacobs having eight baby mamas, eight kids, and probably a ninth one on the way. If Coach Prime can bring in a bundle of Britney and help these young men make the right decision, not go and have a bunch of kids out of wedlock, made a good choice. Coach Prime did the job he was supposed to do for his young man. I'm big game. That's my extra point. Yo, as always, bro, bringing the fire. Uh, make sure that you like, subscribe, hit the bell for big game sports buzz so you know that we're uh, when we come on, we are going to have our website coming up pretty soon, so look for that. You will be able to catch the big game extra points on there as well as vlogs that both he and I do. Uh, and coming up, make sure that you check out Big Game James on the Buccaneers Report. He'll be doing that. I'm so proud of him for that. Uh, big up for that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And also, um, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna, I'm going to be starting up Cowboys Connection, so you'll be able to check that out. But make sure you check out Big Game when he does the Buccaneers Report. Uh, that's going to be big, big, big. Uh, again, thank you so much for joining us here on Big Game Sports Buzz. I'm Jay Stocks. He's Big Game James. Yo. Peace loving. How about them cowboys? Don't do that. Yeah. It's a big game. Who you know that got it behind the scenes like behind the O-line soon as the QB say hype? <laughs> it's big game, game, game big game, game, game. Analysis from the player's point of view. 